Hello, this is Nigel, and welcome to the Transport Talk podcast. In this episode, I speak with Glenn Dobson, who is the Chief Operating Officer at the Drug Detection Agency. With drug testing playing an important role within the transport industry, I ask Glenn some key questions about the agency's approach and the work it does. He explains what makes up a good company drug and alcohol policy and how it supports transport operators with testing. So buckle up and enjoy the episode. Thanks for joining us. I'm talking with uh, Glenn Dobson um, from the Drug Detection Agency. Um, Glenn, can you just introduce yourself a little bit and um, describe um, a bit about your organisation and the work you do? Sure. So as, as you said, I'm Glenn Dobson. I'm the Chief Operating Officer for the Drug Detection Agency. Uh, we're predominantly a workplace uh, drug testing organisation, but we also do uh, private drug tests as well. Um, we're a nationally accredited uh, drug testing provider across all of New Zealand. We've got uh, 29 sites across New Zealand and over 70 mobile clinics as well that provide those services for a number of clients. Um, we're also based in Australia as well, um, but we're, we're a New Zealand company started almost 17 years ago. Okay, and um, so you work closely with the, the transport industry. Um, why do did, why did transport industries um, uh, need your services? And um, can you tell me about some of the obligations um, transport companies have when it comes to drug and alcohol testing? Yeah, sure. So I, I guess the transport industry is, is like a number of industries uh, across New Zealand. Uh, they operate daily in what's known as the safety sensitive areas. Um, and that's areas where if somebody uh, has an accident or makes a mistake that, that creates an accident, there could be harm to either a person or someone else unintended. And hence why drug testing is a really important part of that safety sensitive field so that people can get home safely at the end of the day uh, to their families and you ensure that the workers of the organisation get home safely as well. For the transport industry, I think it's quite unique as well. Um, a mobile workforce um, and so having not only a safe image but also uh, an image that's out on the roads and is positively portrayed on a daily basis to thousands of uh, public and clients they see on the road as well. Having that uh, drug testing regime in place as well helps to protect the culture and the image of the business um, and ensures that um, again there's a responsible degree of um, image within the public as well. Okay. And so do transport companies have some legal obligations when it comes to uh, drug and alcohol policy? Yes, yeah, so the um, Health and Safety at Work Act um, covers that off in New Zealand. Uh, you know, employers have to uh, manage risks within the workplace and manage or mitigate risks within the workplace. And drugs and alcohol are actually listed within that act as, as some of the um, considerations of the risks that have to be either managed or mitigated and hence why particularly transport industry and particularly industries that deal with safety sensitive areas, um, drug and alcohol uh, testing is an accepted um, way to mitigate and manage that risk. Okay, and can you tell me uh, what makes up a good um, drug and alcohol policy for um, a, a transport company? What are some of the things you might be, be looking at? Yeah, and, and look, there, there are uh, some really important parts to make sure that, that it's done correctly. Uh, first and foremost, uh, it needs to be a robust policy that is consulted and understood across the entire company. Communication is a really important part of that process. Um, it, it's important to ensure that 
not only the employer knows what they need to do, but the employees know their rights as well, understand the rationale around a drug and alcohol policy and understand their rights and responsibilities as well. Um, we also recommend that there's there's a degree of training within the policy itself as well. It's, it shouldn't be one of those policies that are often written and then forgotten about and, and shoved in the bottom drawer and never seen the light of day again. It should be a policy that um, is robust, is reviewed at least annually, um, and as a policy that's followed because that's the foundation for the drug testing uh, processes of themselves and that feeds into um, how the drug testing should be done. Um, we also recommend that, that it should be carried out um, to the, the standards. In New Zealand we have both separate but distinct uh, urine and oral fluid standards and so whichever drug testing um, matrix a company chooses we strongly recommend that the standards should be followed and that includes using accredited providers like TDDA, using accredited labs to do the analysis and using verified devices to make sure that the, the process itself is robust, it's well followed through and ensures the safety within the workplace. And how, how regular should the drug testing be? But that, that changes from, I guess, industry to industry, company to company, and also the, the reason around the, the, the testing. There's a number of reasons why you do drug testing. A lot of companies nowadays do pre-employment drug testing, and that should be done before um, a person is employed in, into the uh, the workplace. And that's around just doing your due diligence, the same way you do a criminal drive history check, the same way you do a reference check, also do a drug test. Um, for safety-sensitive industries like the transport industry, often um, companies will do what's known as random testing, where they'll do a selection of the workforce randomly once a month. The industry norm uh, is 10% of the workforce monthly. And the reason for that is that in theory, um, you then test 120% of the workforce over a year. So, um, so if someone's tested once, there's a chance potentially their, ran their name will randomly come up for a test again. And that's all around the deterrent effect and, and making sure that um, people are, are clean and safe within the workforce. Okay. And does a drug testing policy have to be um, written in a worker's contract or can you tell me about some of the basic rights of the employer and also uh, the worker? Yeah, so uh, so first of all, there, 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 are, there are some absolute must-dos in relation to the rollout of a new policy. Uh, for, so for drug and alcohol, as I touched on before, and there should be a consultation phase in relation to it where um, employees have the ability to give some feedback around it, what they think is relevant to be part of it, and give their, their opinion around it. Um, the employer needs to take that on board and, and understand that before they go out and actually create the policy themselves. Um, at TDDA, uh, we work with employers around TDA, uh, sorry, the policy itself. And one of the things that we always do is we always engage our lawyers, Blank, Hudson, Butcher, to make sure that they review it as well. So that, that gives the, um, I guess, the surety around it's legally robust and strong um, so that, so that it's, a, it's, it's a sound document. The last part I think is incredibly important is that um, the employer then follows the policy. The policy needs to work. It, 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 whilst it is a legal document, it needs to be a practical document. It, it tells the employee how the drug testing regime should run and the employer is obliged to follow those processes. Okay. And does a drug and alcohol policy um, extend from the workplace and in, into the home? Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a bit of a, a I guess, a, an appropriate one for the moment with, with being in, in COVID and so forth and a lot of people working from home. Um, so I actually consulted with our lawyers recently in relation to this and, and their advice was that um, 
if a, if a worker is working from home, but they're still based around some safety sensitive either decision making or some safety sensitive actions, then the drug and alcohol policy should absolutely still apply in, in that environment. There, there needs to be some practicality around that. Um, another example is also uh, in the transport industry, um, whilst the um, head office for a transport company may be based in Whangarei, um, their drivers could be driving trucks anywhere in the country. So their workplace is where the drivers actually are at the time. So it's a mobile workplace and the drug and alcohol policy absolutely applies in that environment as well. Okay. And what, what kind of impact has uh, COVID had on um, uh, drug testing in the workplace? Has it had any impact at all or is it sort of uh, business as usual? It, or is it, is it an essential service? Yeah, yeah. So business as usual is, is a bit of a strange on these days because who knows what business as usual is at the moment. Um, so first, uh, yes, the TDDA are a um, essential service. So we uh, supply essential services to essential businesses at the moment, and, and that's the position. It's actually a, a drug test is actually deemed a, um, a health test, and um, under the restrictions through the government, it, it falls under the health services delivery. Um, and so we still continue to deliver drug and alcohol testing to essential businesses at the moment through level four in Auckland and level three in the rest of the country. Um, has it changed? Uh, it, there's, there's still an awareness from employers in relation to the need to keep a safe workplace. Um, and I think uh, with COVID restrictions, employers are even more aware of the welfare of their workers. And so I think there's probably a heightened awareness around it. Some of our advice also is, um, I guess, front-footing it with employers as, as in the future, hopefully not too much into the future, we get into level two and level one and the restrictions fall, around considering um, back to work testing, um, getting back to the normalities, reminding the workers around the need to um, be drug-free in the workplace, reminding their responsibilities around having a, a safe workplace, and just engaging in those conversations early um, to, to, we've been operating so long in, um, out of ordinary times with the restrictions and bringing together that conversation around getting back to the normality of being back in the workplace. Okay. And ha have there been some recent um, cha law changes recently with uh, random roadside testing that the police are carrying out? Um, have there been some updates around that? Or? Oh, look, it, it's, it's not the area of expert expertise for me. I'm, we're more around workplace drug testing. We're certainly engaging with the police or following it um, from the from the sidelines a little bit at this stage. Um, police have the ability and have had the ability for a while to do um, roadside sobriety testing, which is which is a different way of doing it rather than using a device to actually um, look at the physiological and physical ways that, that um, a person can present and do that. And certainly police are looking at the moment around being able to use devices similar to what is happening over in Australia uh, uh, and around the impairment of drivers and so forth. It's, it's actually a, quite a challenging subject. It's not black and white um, and different drugs affect people in different ways and so forth. So we are watching it quite closely, but at this stage, I'm not aware of any specific changes to the law itself. Okay. So, um, yeah, so the, the Drug Detection Agency on the whole, you um, provide um, as well as the practical um, testing you you um, bring that um, bring a lot of information and support to organisations um, and how you roll that out too. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's it, you know we I, I guess 
we like to consider what, what we do an end-to-end service. You know, we start with policy development with the clients. We we deliver training and education as well that should um, align with the policy itself. We actually do the testing itself. And, and again, that's whether an employer likes to use urine testing, oral fluid testing, or also uh, hair-based testing where we can take a hair sample and send it away to a lab to be analysed as well. Um, what we've also recently rolled out is a new um, electronic platform where we do a reporting on which allows employers to actually potentially um, understand the data and predict their future risk and how they manage it within the workplace as well so um, we're changing all the time with the environment we also follow the drug trends and, and uh, pre-covid we used to attend some international conferences and, and be able to um, engage with our clients around what's coming from overseas for the future because the drug industry is a pretty dynamic industry and, and New Zealand is a trend follower in relation to that. And how does the testing take place? Do you have like a, a sort of like a mobile clinic sort of thing or um, where, where you, you rock up to a workplace and the, the testing is carried out? Yeah, so there, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of ways where um, we can deliver the, the testing services. Uh, we've got 29 fixed locations around New Zealand where people can come into our clinics and, and do the drug testing on our premises. But also we have over 70 mobile clinics, as you mentioned there, where we can go to clients' work, work sites. Um, each of our fixed locations in our mobile clinics are accredited by IANS. So we can go onto a work site and then uh, take the donors through the process uh, in the back of our um, bespoke fit out clinics, mobile clinics. Okay, cool. Well, I'll, I'll leave it there, Glenn. So thanks for chatting with us uh, for transport today. And um, yeah, there's uh, lots of good information there for our audience. So. Thank you. Great. Thanks very much. It was good yeah. to meet you. You're listening to the Transport Talk podcast, where we chat about commercial vehicles, freight, logistics, and heavy equipment from New Zealand and beyond. For more information and all the latest news, visit our website, transporttalk.co.nz.